It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Welcome to The Rendezvous. The accent is French, but now I'm a proud American citizen. I said now it's been 10 years. Before I start the show, uh, I don't know what you do uh, in this crazy time, you know, before the show, around 7 and 8. But lately, I have taken the enjoyment to drive in the Midwest where I'm at, and I go to different small towns where I have never been before. And the day before, yesterday, I think, I was at um, a little village, I forgot the name, there was a beautiful lake, and then I saw a railroad, and the sunset was coming into the end of the railroad, so I was waiting, and some very nice people, bikers, stopped by to look at what I was looking, and then they realized I was looking at the sunset on the railroad. And nobody said a word, but it was a very peaceful moment, you know, Everybody was social distancing. Uh, so I encourage you to do, you know, your own thing. We, we need to be creative in this time. That, that really helps. Now, if you have a question about your relationship, 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me about your relationship, dial 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Mandy. Bonjour, Simon. So I understand you have a question about exclusivity. What is going on in your relationship? Well, we have been casually dating for about four months, I'd say. Um, we live about an hour apart, so we don't get to see each other as often as somebody might that's four months in. But I guess uh, I'm wondering, I mean, I feel like I'm the only person in his life, but I'm wondering, like, how soon is it to, you know, go, like, official? Like, you know, on social media, change your status, is that important? Um, you know, when, when do we have the, the talk? Okay, yeah, the famous DTR, define the relationship, dog. Okay, first of all, how much do you like him on a scale of 1 to 10? Um, probably about an 8. When you with him, do you sometimes think about a potential future with him? Yes. Do you guys make plans about future vacations when the, this craziness yes, is over? Do, actually, do you talk about the future? Yes, we've actually been on vacation together, and we're going again in September. Great. Uh, I assume you've had wonderful romantic and ooh-la-la moments? Yes. <laughs> okay. Has he said the L word, the I love you word? Have you, either one of you said I love you? No. So that's interesting because you, would you want to be, you know, official before you actually said I love you? Um, it doesn't really matter to me. I, I do believe, though, him. it makes sense that we yeah. wait for you guys to exchange I love you because unless you say I love you to somebody, then what's the point of talking about the, the, the officialization of something when we haven't heard the most important word, the L word? I think that unless you have those feelings um, and four months into it, you should start to feel if you're falling in love with him and he should feel it too. So if, if that hasn't happened, I would not rush on, a, on any definition of the relationship or exclusivity. If you don't feel okay. the love, if you can't imagine saying I love you, well, then I would not talk about anything else for now. I, just, I would just enjoy what we have and let the energy of love, you know, invade both of your hearts. Otherwise, what's the point? That's good advice. I never thought about it that way, but I think you're right. I mean, I, you know, I would have always thought of it backwards. You know, you're official and then you say it. But, yeah, I think you're, I think you're right. No, because <laughs> being official without the love makes no sense. Yeah, you're right. Just think about it. Enjoy the time. And after he says to you, you know, I love you, Mandy, and you say, I love you too, then, you know, 
After that comes the DTR, define the relationship, exclusive, it's very easy. But without the I love you, it's kind of like too early. Okay. Thank you for your call and have a good night. You too. Changing gears now, I am going to go to my voicemail and answer Joel about a girl he met on Zoom, so his voicemail is next. If you have a question for me, leave me a voicemail 24-7 at 855-905-8255. I'll get to it, I promise you, slowly but surely. So let's listen to Joel's question for now. Bonjour, Simon. This is Joel, and I had a Zoom question for you. Um, at the beginning of all this, my friends took me into this Zoom group, so I've gotten to know a bunch of their friends. Uh, we do karaoke once a week, stuff like that. And there is a girl in the Zoom group who I've never met in person, but, you know, I've seen once a week online. And I feel like we have a good connection. You know, we always make each other laugh. We talk sometimes on Facebook. And obviously, we can't necessarily meet for a real date in the middle of all this. So what would you say is the smartest way to maybe try to get closer to this, uh, this Zoom girl? Uh, thank you for your advice. I will be listening to hear what you think. Joel, thanks for the voicemail. Yeah, how do you get closer to somebody you met on Zoom in these crazy times when you can't physically meet, really? I'm going to give you my advice on this question. Next. So I got a voicemail from Joel that says that, you know, through friends, he went on a Zoom kind of group chat, and then he and this girl also on Zoom connected, exchanged a few things on Facebook, started, you know, they laugh together, there's a chemistry, but Joel is right. How do you develop kind of a beginning of a relationship when you can't physically meet for the reasons we know. Here's my advice. You write, you write texts, you can write letters, and more importantly, you can call somebody the old school way. Pick up the phone, dial her number, and call her, which nobody seems to be doing these days. So have conversations, talk about what you will do when all this is over, and get to know each other. And I think this is a very valuable, precious time. So FaceTime if you feel like it, but call definitely and text and be in each other's life through communications like this. And when all this is over, it will be wonderful. Don't give up on a good partner just because you can't see them now. It's too precious to find one. That's my advice. Good luck to you, Joel. You call the next. A question for me? Call the rendezvous, please. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Eliana. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. What's going on tonight? How can I help you? Well, I'm about a year divorced, and I've been dating online, of course. Um, but uh, there's somebody I've been talking to over text a lot, and we've spoken once, um, which I really like because I'm definitely old-fashioned like that. And I think the talking on the phone just seems to be so taboo, but I'd much prefer to do it that way. I don't want to scare him off, but texting for me is just, I don't really enjoy it. Um, so I'm not sure what I should do. Okay. You want him to call you or you want to call him more? What is your wish? Or just have long phone conversations? Well, I'd like to have more phone conversations, yes. So if we're just texting and we're actually engaging in conversation over text, if I'm in the car and I can't respond right away, well, I can't pick up the phone. It's too dangerous. So I go ahead and call him and he doesn't pick up. And it's just weird and I think we were just talking pick up the phone so I can just hear you absolutely um, but Eliana have you talked about it with him once um, I kind of casually brought it up 
but I was too afraid to be too, um, I don't know. I'm just so new to this. I don't know if it's just, you know, this is just the world we live in now and I should get used to it or what? No, 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 no. Communication is part of the great pleasure of being together. And I think that the guy who doesn't pick up the phone, you guys texting and then you can't text and you want to call him, is rude and it's passive-aggressive to not answer the phone call. So here's my advice. Next time he does that, don't text until he calls you. Mm -hmm. And then you tell him, listen, for me, communication is a pleasure. Communication is important. Communication is like the heartbeat of a healthy relationship. And I enjoy conversations. If you can't do this, you know, we will have to think about it because I can't be in a silence relationship when we don't see each other like this. I just need to hear your voice and maybe you need to hear mine. So once in a while, when I call you and we're texting, then pick up the phone. That sounds great. Yes, please don't be afraid to tell what you want because this unspoken, because of fear of rejection, of course, creates a resentment of a time towards your partner. So it's better to say it and then you may disagree or agree then not say it and have a resentment start to build inside of you. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Elena. Good luck to you, and I hope you have then, from now on, you'll learn and start to have conversation with you and, and, and things go back to normal. It's so important. So that's my wish. Thank you so much for calling, and have a good night. Thank you. You too, Simon. That leads to an important question when you're in a relationship. Should you always ask for what you really want or not? Let's talk about that next. So, when you're in a relationship, have you noticed sometimes that, you know, your partner does something that doesn't fulfill you, you know, your your need, or whether it's communication, like my last caller, her partner didn't want to call her back, he wanted to text back always, but no phone calls, Um, and then she was wondering, should I tell him, not tell him, you know, I don't want to scare him, because that's the big thing, we're all afraid to scare each other, have you noticed that? Me included sometimes, which is fear of, you know, scaring, shocking So we play it like it's cool, but it's not because if we don't say what we want, we start resenting our partner. We can expect the partner not to agree with us, but we should not keep for ourselves what we really want or we're betraying ourselves and therefore the relationship too. Now, there is one condition, is the when. When should you have this type of conversation? There is the right time and the wrong time. I'll tell you when for each next. So say you're in a relationship and you have something important to say to your partner. What are the wrong times to do so? A, when your partner is hungry, needs to eat. Two, when your partner just come back from work, exhausted. Three, when it's too late at night and your partner is about to fall asleep or way too early in the morning and they're waking up. Those are the three times you should never ask important questions to your partner. Now the rest of the time, especially after a good meal, this is the perfect time to say, what you really want out of a relationship. We all are in a better mood when we have fed the beast. I know that for a fact. So that, I think, is one of the best times to have conversations. You calls and new questions are next. If you want to share a personal romantic story that has happened to you, call the rendezvous now, please. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Leila. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. So I understand, but I don't know what it is, that your husband did something super sweet and romantic for you. Yes, it was actually on our anniversary. <laughs> um, okay. We uh, had been together for six years, so uh, it wasn't necessarily a, a big 
number anniversary for us. And we were both working and uh, I was coming home after he was from work that day. And I just assumed that maybe we would uh, exchange a card or uh, a foot rub or something and not, I didn't really have anything major planned. And so I wasn't expecting anything. Um, so when I came home, I, it was actually completely adorable. He had rearranged the kitchen and had made dinner for us to sit together, like a cute little restaurant with a table with just two seats and candles in the middle and had hung a curtain. And when I got home, he was acting like he was the maitre d' of a fancy restaurant and uh, came home and sat me down. And then both of the kids um, were little at the time, but he had them dressed up with little aprons and the both of them were serving us the food that he had made as if we were in this fancy restaurant. And it was complete with a little menu that he had printed out and everything. It was, you know, way more than going out to dinner or something that else that he could have done. It was the thought process involved of all of it and getting the kids involved to dress up and be our little waiters was very, very thoughtful and, and probably, you know, the best non-gift item. I mean, it could, better than most gifts. How did that make you feel? Oh, I completely just special and uh, loved and and mm -hmm. thought the thoughtfulness was, you know, like he was thinking about me with all of that exactly, you know, how to recreate a, a fancy restaurant experience, but getting the family involved so the kids could be there too. Yeah, he, he did pretty good. I'm very impressed. I tell you what, I'm very impressed. He did really <laughs> good so you gotta give him credit and do something special for him too now huh yes yes i i felt like i was the one that dropped the ball i just had a card and a little gift but uh you know we've i've made it up in the time frame and he's definitely a keeper all right listen thank you so much for sharing that story leila it's, it's inspirational so i appreciate it and i wish you a good night good night simon good night leila so i'm changing gears here because i want to answer a twitter dm i got from jenny who's dating a guy who told us something that I can't say she's really happy with what she's heard. So uh, she needs help to understand. I'm going to help her. Jenny's Twitter DM is next. So I received a Twitter DM at Rendezvous Radio from Jenny who says, Bonjour, Simon. The guy I've been dating told me that things are moving too quickly and he wants to slow down. But I really like him and we have so much fun together. I think maybe he's just scared that he likes me too much. What should I do? Ah. That is a dilemma, Jenny. And when a guy tells you that things are going too fast and he wants to slow down, what does it really mean? I'm going to tell you that next. So I received a Twitter DM from Jenny at Rendezvous Radio who asked me this question. She goes, the guy I've been dating and seeing told me that things are moving too quickly. He wants to slow down. I really like him. We have so much fun. She goes, Maybe he's just scared that he likes me too much. What should I do? Jenny, if somebody you're dating tells you that things are going too fast, it's not because they like you too much. It's because they feel unsure of their feelings for you. And they don't want you to start the real train towards exclusivity, official, etc., etc. So your reaction should be to step back, sing him less, text him less, and make him miss you a little bit for a week or two or three weeks. After that, we'll see if he starts to say the same thing and then it's not the right person for you or if he turns around. But don't think it means I like you so much, I'm afraid of it. 
That's not true. That's not what it means. So take distance and see what he does. Sorry to be a Debbie Downer. That's the truth. You call the next. If you have a question for me, call the rendezvous. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Kimberly. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. What's going on? How can I help you? I need to know if I should bring my new boyfriend on a family quarantine vacation. You want to bring your new boyfriend to a family quarantine vacation? Yes. I mean, he's new. Like, we've been seeing each other for like six months, but he hasn't really been around my family very much because it, most of this time it's been like quarantine. You know, we've all been really good about COVID and not interacting with a lot of people, but I've been seeing him, you know, and we've been like, you know, doing the ooh la la. So it's like, I've been exposed. So it's not really that big of a deal to me, but we're going on a vacation because everybody needs to get out of their house. We're supposed to leave. <laughs> we're supposed to leave tomorrow. And I haven't quite told my family that I invited him, but the house that we got is big enough for everyone. Like I really want to take him because it can be intense to be with my family and I'm single and everybody else has a partner. So it's like, he's like my buffer and he's really great. Like he's a really nice guy. And I think they're really going to enjoy spending time with him. But I, I haven't told him yet, but I told him, I invited him. So like, Basically, he's coming, but I don't know if I have overstepped. I just, like, now I'm starting to panic, like, my family's going to hate me for doing this. Like, should I bring him or not? I don't think you should. I oh. don't think you should for two reasons. A, you mentioned the word, it's going to be a stressful time, and it's going to be your buffer. And why expose your new partner to a lot of stress that he has nothing to do with so early on? You have a good thing going on with him. Don't bring the family into this mix. Plus, there is COVID. Plus, the less people interact, the better. Um, and so I think that it would be wise to not bring him. Your family will be upset. You will be upset. You will feel awkward. It's a chain of reactions that will be negative instead of being positive. I guess it's just like I really like him, and I kind of want to see how he does with my family, you know? I mean, obviously, you're an adult, but you're asking for my advice. My advice is not to bring him. And when COVID is over and there's less stress, then introduce your new partner to your family 100%. But right now, I think it's a recipe for disaster. Oh, I'm gonna, okay, I think you're right. I think I should take yes. your advice. Yes, I, I, please listen to me on this one. I know it sounds like a Debbie Downer, but once the vacation is over and you guys are back together, just the two of you, and he doesn't have to go through the stress that is not his and the COVID threat and all this, I really, there's nothing to gain right now to bring your boyfriend. It's too early in this crazy situation. So please don't bring him. Okay. I think that's the safest thing to do, I guess. I, I, I think so too. Thank you for calling and, and good luck on the family vacation. Okay, thank you. I'm going to finish with a funny question for you. If you did not like your partner's cooking, would you tell them? <laughs> Let's talk about that next. Say you were in a relationship, but you did not like your partner's cooking. Would you tell them or not? It's a big deal. I mean, I've been cooking, you know, by myself. I mean, I, I live with Mr. Lewis, my teddy bear, so I'm not cooking for anybody else. But I know for couple, this is a big thing. So would you tell your partner their cooking sucks or not? 92% of you said, sure, they should know. And 8% of you said, no way, that's too harsh. So thank you for voting on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio. Uh, I would, I, I don't know if I would tell them. I, 
I would, but very nicely. Anyway, thank you so much for voting and listening to the show tonight, and bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.